Hey guys, and welcome back to another Cultured Boys discussion. I'm Pepe, and I'm joined by Nathan. And today, we're going to be talking Slice of Life, like series, manga, anime. But it's a little bit different, because I'm a very big fan of Slice of Life. But Nathan, you're not that big on it, are you? No, I don't quite understand it, and that's why we are doing this episode. Pepe is going to explain to me what's so good about Slice of Life. <laughs> I'm gonna try my best because I'm like yeah, like I've been a fan of Slice of Life like anime and manga since like I don't know since I like started I don't know getting properly into the whole like anime manga scene like because I used like obviously like any kid that gets into it, I feel like you get into it via like your Dragon Balls, Yu Gi Ohs, like One Piece, all those big yeah. ones, and then you find little smaller ones, don't you? And there's certain series that I found Slice of Life like how I got into Slice of Life anime is like probably just like. Just picking up random ones that I might have heard of, like within like Shonen Jump or something, or like some people go crazy over this certain anime, so I give it a watch. And then, yeah, um, that's how I kind of got into it. It's a bit of a weird one, but uh, <laughs> trying to explain, but yeah. Fair. Okay, well, I guess just as a general point, what is Slice of Life? So Slice of Life is basically like, when you think of manga and anime, you think of like over the top, you think battles, you think of like mad shit that's going down. Yeah. But like with Slice of Life, it's more grounded. This is like more, it's focused on the story. It's focused on characters, like de- developing that kind of thing. And it's in, it's very much real world situations. It's drama. It's like, it, it's emotions. It'll make you sad. Sometimes it's romance. Sometimes it's heartbreak. Like there's a lot of stuff there. And it's, it's focusing on like the troubles of the character, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Uh, they don't resolve it via fists <laughs> most of the time anyway <laughs> like it's not so much an adventure like it's not like oh we're going to this part like we're going this we're going this like it's more like it's dealing with a situation that characters might be in it might be topical as well like it might be is like is it something that's going on in the real world right now is it like teen issues is it anxiety is it like overcoming like any like <laughs> hardships like that kind of thing it is it's very much, like I said, grounded real real world issues compared to I'm going to try and become Hokage and I have demons inside me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I would argue it's not quite always as grounded. For example, Witch Watch. See, would you class Witch Watch as a slice of life? I'd I guess it is more kind slice of slice of life it? than. I mean, it's a sitcom, really, but like. Yeah. It's still kind of slice of life y because it's like a little more grounded. It's about the characters. It's day-to-day stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, we did a discussion about Ruri Dragon, like, a few weeks ago. And I'd very much class that as a slice-of-life fantasy, I guess, more than yeah. anything. But I just wanted to, you know, point out, like, whilst it's a generalization, yeah, there are some outliers. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, I, just to double-check on, like, what classifies as slice-of-life, I did, like, a little research into what some of the biggest slice-of-life series are. And the line is slightly skewed, I'd say. Like, because technically Psyche is a slice of life, but I'd define that more as a comedy. But yeah, I guess... Interesting. I okay. guess you can say, like, it it focuses on day-to-day life, yeah. I guess, is and a way of doing interact- it. Yeah, okay, I can yeah. see it. I can see it. I, could, like, I, I personally wouldn't have thought of Psyche as that kind of thing, but at the same time, there's some here on my list of uh slice of life that i've written down specifically that like all i've been big a big fan of like i can uh, i can kind of see them skewing into comedy every now and then okay um well i guess it's because it's like you said it's about the situations that the characters deal with so i guess you 
you would end up being sort of either like sitcommy or something you know like the genre mm. probably like expands a little bit yeah i mean like I, I said earlier didn't i like i got into it via like certain mangas from like shonen jump or anything like that like i think thinking about it one of the first slice of lives that i ever read i think i've recommended it to you before i definitely have uh, is uh sket dance yeah you definitely have and i i think i tried to read a couple of chapters but i just couldn't get into it I mean, I can understand why, because like, at this point, Dave, I kind of know what your kind of go-to series are, <laughs> like what terms of genre and that. And this is back then, like this is like back in 2000, 2011, when Sket Dance was probably at its peak. Um, and I was like, oh, that was also when I was probably like my least flexible when it came to uh, expanding. Horizons. At the time, you were reading a lot of like martial arts manga and stuff as well. Like if you were going to read something that's extra, it'd be like Fist of the Blue Sky. I remember you were reading it. At the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was uh, that and the Strongest Disciple as well. You were oh, reading that. Yeah. Had you made Hippo? Were you reading yeah, that? Yeah, I was well? reading that too. Yep. Yeah, okay, there's a lot of sports fighting stuff and martial arts. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, like, Sket Dance in 2011, 2010, I was really into that manga. And, like, for those that don't know, I think I've explained it before in one of our Witch Watch reviews or something like that. That Sket Dance is basically set in high school and it's a club that solves people's problems. So, but it's also very much comedy focused as well. Like, if I were to compare Witch Watch and Sket Dance, I think I would say that Sket Dance is slightly better to me but which watches I, I mean i haven't read rich watch in a while <laughs> bear in mind <laughs> but um like it's still decent it's still decent for years like i think you dropped off it though didn't you uh yeah i did because it's i for it's the same issue i always sort of have with slice of life it's that eventually i just see the formula and i just don't want anything to do with that anymore it's mm. it just becomes kind of repetitive and dull to me i think it's a tough one i think that's why you probably don't see as many slice of life manga in jump like in general because obviously it's a week weekly publication yeah and that is like, a lot tougher to get a story across like in if you want to if you want a series that's going to have longevity it's hard to do a slice of life in my opinion because like there's gonna be weeks where you're like, oh, I want to just keep this manga alive at the moment. Let's just throw in some what feels like filler at times, or doesn't contribute much to the wider story. I think that like some slice of life series do fall into that, but I think like in general, the slice of life genre works better on a short term basis. I'd say, especially in anime, I think slice of life works so much better in anime than it does in manga, just because especially what the anime situation is like now these days like before like you see like one piece naruto and all those sort of ones they were they were like continuous series weren't they yeah like whereas a lot of anime series these days are like 12 episodes 25 episode series and that's like the way i think slice of life works best it's just like if you can get one season of it that's quite short tells the one strand and has like twists and turns and emotions and that i think that's what works best for the genre personally okay so that kind of leads into like two questions i have yeah i guess i'll start with the second one because it's kind of more uh, applicable to the conversation at the moment in your opinion what makes a good slice of life series i think a good slice of life series is uh i'd say character development is always good 
it's the journey you take with that character which really like sets it apart and it ha- in my opinion it has to be a unique story as well like something that you ha- definitely haven't seen before like if you've seen one slice of life anime or manga and you see another one which is very much of a similar situation you're gonna be like well i've i've seen this before in this like capacity i've seen this yeah. story been told before i'm not too fussed about it you know like with black clover and naruto for example there's some <laughs> certain things that set it apart but you can still get on board with both of them you know what i mean there's yeah. some but like slice of life if they did if they crossed over situations like that or a similar story like focus and it kind of feels like uh, why do i care about this this has been done before i think unique situations is great emotions like i have to a good slice of life to me is something you reach the end of the series and you're about to cry or like you like you feel like oh my god that is so heartbreaking that is a good slice of life to okay. me okay um i'm i'm like one of those people as well i've only cried at two films in my life one okay. of them is pokemon the first movie and Standard. the second one is about time if you ever i'd recommend about time to anyone it's a, it's a rom-com but it's also very emotional and if a series can get me that emotional to the brink of crying i'd say that's a good freaking slice of life anime okay also it has i think twists as well twists are essential to a slice of life anime it's something that yeah although i said yeah it's grounded you also want to read it and be like shit what the hell i didn't see that coming and that's what really grabs you sometimes. It's tying in those emotions to a twist and sto- like great storytelling. That's that's in my opinion what makes the a great slice of life. Okay, so off of that list, mm-hmm. would you say those are why you enjoy slice of life? Um, yeah, I think it's. I think that's it. Like, I think it's. I love a twist. This is the thing. Like, I always think good good storytelling is always going to make a good watch. Like. This is one thing like, I will keep on. I'm not shitting on Shonen whatsoever, but you know, like there's some mad tropes that go on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think like it's good to have those that like those series that are so out there and so different that like you can, it's like escapism in a way that it's like it's another world and like you can create something that isn't in this world. But like, yeah, with the slice of life, like it's more grounded, it's more realistic. And it's for some times you can actually feel like, it's a truer story and it's more believable. And sometimes that believability does like make a series in my opinion. Okay. Um, off of that, obviously I'm a big fan of slice of life, but I also asked you, didn't I? To uh, yeah. Watch one. <laughs> um, I, and that series is a series on Netflix at the moment. It uh, came on Netflix earlier this year or last year, I believe uh, it's called Kotaro lives alone. Yes. And, I chose this one basically because it is one of the most recent slice of life animes I've watched. I'd say, like, like out of all the like one of my out of all my favorite slice of lives, I watched this recently, and I've watched it twice as well. I've watched the whole series twice over. Um, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it because obviously we're talking about slice of life here, but obviously you're not a massive fan of it. But I wanted to get your opinion on this series. Like, I want to. Obviously, I've given you a task to watch this, thing, <laughs> but I don't know how you got on with it. I don't know how many episodes um, you watched or whatever, but yeah. Okay, so I will start by saying I think I may finally have hit the point where my tastes are starting to mature. Oh, yeah. Because I actually, I only watched one episode, mm-hmm. but I was busy, so I didn't have time to watch more. I actually yeah. did want to watch more. I quite enjoyed that. I, I don't know what it was about it, but 
I kind of liked the whole premise of it. It's quite, yeah. it's like a simple premise. It's a, the kid Kotaro for some reason rents an apartment and lives by himself, but he's only four years old. And yeah, he's just very mature for a four year old. And he interacts with this one neighbor who, although is an adult, is basically just a man child. Like, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I re- actually really enjoyed it. I'm, I do plan to actually continue watching it. It felt, it was just like a really easy watch. And I felt like, I probably, bad to say now especially after i just described him as a man child but like (laughs) it was um the neighbor the the mangaka was like quite relatable yeah because like he's trying to be a creative and he's just trying to make his way in the world and he's also lazy and just sort of like (laughs) i'll get around to it and i just that whole character was just like oh man that's like me (laughs) (laughs) it's so relatable (laughs) it was so relatable because i'm like you know trying to be doing creative things i'm just trying to get by in life i'm a bit lazy i'm like i'll do it (laughs) next time kind of thing and then um i also just liked that this little kid doesn't explain anything also (laughs) speaks like a feudal lord (laughs) and uh tries to he tries to put his best foot forward and he tries to act like an adult and he does a pretty mm. good job of it but then you know you get these tiny interludes where he's a he is still just a kid like yeah you know there, there's no two ways about it but like he also weirdly is like more mature than some of the adults that live in the apartment so far like i've only seen three of the other characters in the first episode yeah but he manages to like give them life lessons or like you know like make them realize something and it's like that's a four-year-old man <laughs> see this is, this is the one thing that this kind of goes to point one the against one of the points i made earlier because realistically no four-year-old would be allowed to stay in an apartment by themselves yeah or rent somewhere like that also like <laughs> a four-year-old would not be you know that perceptive <laughs> like in the yeah. first episode you know they have a neighbor and she yeah. lives two doors down from Kotaro and they they happen to be walking past and her door's wide open she's like laid out on at the doorstep and she's been drinking she has like some sort of situation and uh the mangaka's like oh my god she's dead but <laughs> Kotaro is just like nah she's asleep come on wake up wake up you can't you can't <laughs> sleep there you're going to you're going to catch a cold it's not good for you and then she gets up and he's like, we need to go to the convenience store. We need to get ice. So she can put it, we need to get something cold so she can put it on her eyes. She's been crying. And they're like, yeah. the adults are like, how do you even know that? How do you know that she was mm. crying? And how do you know to get, you know, like, get ice to like, stop the swelling mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I just, something about it. I just really enjoyed this, this series. I, and again, I do plan to watch it. I'm actually so glad that you actually enjoyed this because like, it's one of those ones where I just put on randomly. I was just flicking through Netflix and be like, oh, this looks interesting. I'll watch it or whatever. And the character designs are quite cool as well. I quite like them. Like, they're cool, it's... but they're also like, for some of the characters, they're quite simple. Like Kotaro himself 
is simple. The mangaka yeah. himself is simple. I find I find the most complicated design so far is um their hostess neighbor in two oh one. She's like a little more elaborate, but I guess that's also by design because she's like a hostess, you know, so mm. she's supposed to stand out. And then there's like yeah. the yakuza looking guy. Yeah, yeah. From room one oh one or whatever. Yeah. He also <laughs> is quite elaborate in comparison to the two of them. I think that's like it's like you said, it's it's very simple for the design. But I think that's why I quite like it. I think the series is quite colourful. Like like it has like a lot of pastel colours in that. Mm. Like, and that quite I quite enjoyed that kind of thing. But yeah, like I just like switched this on randomly and no like, no expectations when we just put it on. I was like, shit, this is actually like it's quite good. And like I think I do want to talk to you more about the series itself, like and do more <laughs> explanation. But I know since I know you're gonna be t- like watching more of it, I won't go into too much detail. But like I said, Nathan, like in Slice of Life, there's all what I love is that as I said, there's a, a good slice of life for me is something that makes me feel. And this anime will make you feel, bro. <laughs> it okay. like it comes it comes through with some very <laughs> emotional moments. Uh so Okay, I'll prepare myself. Yeah. It's like and I I wanna just keep I wanna just hear more about this when you actually do watch it because I'm like I'm so ready to talk to more talk about bo- the series more. <laughs> But, oh man, that kind of also leads me into like mm-hmm. my final question. Oh yeah, because you're such a slice of life fan. Is there any more series you would recommend? Ooh, like anime, okay. manga wise, like because I I know you you're you know you've read and watched quite a few. Yeah. So, what would you recommend? Not necessarily to me, but like just to a wider like audience let's say you know someone's just get trying to get into their first one like what would you recommend so there is one thing actually as well because um wildebeest sam he's uh, like we're we've watched like a few random animes together and like he always asked me he asked me his recommendations every now and then and i know like obviously i do what you like in anime terms and manga terms i know what he likes in manga and anime terms and he's very much like me like something that'll make you feel stuff and I've recommended him two series before, mm-hmm. and I know he's absolutely loved them. Uh, one of them is called, um, I think it's Almohana, uh, The Flower We Saw That Day, which is a really popular Slice of Life series. Um, it's very emotional. It's about these kids that, I think it's about uh, six or seven kids that grew up together, but then they all like fell apart. Like The, the friendship group just split apart. Okay. One of them became a shut-in. One of them became like one of the cool girls. One of them's like head of like ones are like really smart. One of them's kind of gone off the face of the earth. And like, there's a whole bunch of different characters that used to be really good friends that just split apart because their friend, the other friend, died one day. Oh, and but um, one of the shut-in guy, who's the main character, he actually sees the ghost of that dead friend. Okay. And like through that, he like she says stuff to him, and like she she like really wants to get the whole friendship group back together again. So it's like it's a tale of like getting those friends together and like kind of like like I don't know, trying to like spark the memory of that dead girl that was with them, like that dead friend, like all along, like just like trying to get them together, like be friends again and stuff like that. It's kind of like that. I'd say that's a really good one. That is a really emotional one because the more you watch into it, you hear you read more like well, you get more of their story of each individual character and what they went on to do while they were apart from that friendship group. Okay. Um, so, like, I'd say that's a really good one. Uh, another one that I'd recommend 
is um i don't think i've actually i think i've like tried to recommend this to a few people before like a couple people i don't think it is their vibe but it's a it's okay like with uh this series it's called march comes in like a lion it's called okay. um and it is this is a very emotional story it's a very bleak story at the start um it's about this kid that's like uh he he gets orphaned basically like his whole family perish in a car crash Ooh. but he survives okay. and um like he like grows up like about 10 years later over like he like lives a normal life he lives by himself etc but he's also like a shogi prodigy okay and like he like goes to shogi tournaments and like he's like one of the best there and like he like well not necessarily one of the best but he's like he participates in a group of people and like He's like one of the best one in their group, and like it kind of goes from there a little bit. Um, but like it's about hi- it's about him and how he kind of opens up more towards the world because he like once his family died, I think he was like treated kind of unfairly by his family, like or, like because he got adopted in by by his aunt and that. And uh, oh, okay, like, yeah, just... I can already yeah. see the sort of story thread that comes from that. Yeah, so like. I think like you find out in his past or whatever that like he left that family. Like he felt like he was an outsider in that family. So he left and started focusing on Shogi and that. Um I think it was like I think the only reason like I, I don't I'm kind of explaining the story at this point. I'm trying to I'm piecing it together because I watched this last year, like during lockdown. I literally got so addicted to it. It was so good. Um but it kind of like it, he didn't really want to get into Shogi, but he did. And I think it was from like the his adopted family that he kind of got into it, and like his brothers and sister kind of like they were shogi prodigies as well, but not as good as him. So obviously the family focused more on his talents, and then suddenly they're like, oh, I don't want to play shogi no more because this kid's better than us, and then they kind of resent him for it. Um, so that's like kind of like the Bill Bat story, but like it's how this kid kind of goes from being like oh, i'm shut off from the world i don't want to do anything i'm just playing shogi and that's my all my life like he's got an apartment but all he has in it is like this bed and like a drinks fridge or something like that and that's all he has in it so it's like really basic like he's just getting by day to day just doing shogi and stuff Fair. Okay. um but then like he meets this family or whatever like, i think on his way home he collapses and he meets this family that like treat him really well and like he becomes like part of their family and like it becomes all integrated. It's just like it's a quite a wholesome tale that goes from quite bleak at the start to something where like he opens up and makes more friends. And okay. again, there's like other like real world issues that are in that as well. There's a lot of stuff about anxiety, bullying, um, as well as like the the world of shogi as well, and like how like there's grandmasters that he takes on or whatever, and like the competitive shogi scene, it focuses a lot on that as well. So there's a whole bunch of different strands you can go off in this uh, anime. And that's, I think that's what I really liked about it. Because it doesn't just tell one tale. It tells a bunch of different stories from other characters' perspectives as well. And that's what I like. There's there's not so many twists in this. But it is real world stories that get resolved. And it isn't just focusing around, around the main character. It focuses around other characters as well. Okay. And that was a really good one. I'd really recommend that. Uh, again, it's... Some people might find it a bit hard at the start because it is so depressing, but it gets better. Like it gets better, and there is a great story there. Like I think there's about two, three seasons of it. I hope there's more because it is an absolutely incredible series. Um, 
But yeah, and there's uh, one last one that I'll recommend as well. Is I feel like this is an old school one. I think again, like like Al Nohana, this is like one of the biggest, like one of the most popular anime right there. If you're gonna go for an emotional drama slice of life series, yeah, Your Lie in April is cool. I've heard of that one, uh, and that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what like i tell you what as prosy d i think did a sketch about it or something oh okay uh and that again child prodigy uh who has like amazing musical talent meets this other girl who's got like amazing musical talent and they start playing together but there's i think if i speak any more about this there's gonna be the twist and i'm gonna ruin it okay well then just don't <laughs> I I don't want to say anything else because the moment I say this next point, it would absolutely ruin the series. So I I'm just gonna say this. I I, I really highly recommend your line April. Really recommend it. But trust me on it. <laughs> if you okay. haven't seen it, it, it came it came out back in 2014, I think. So it's been a it's been a fair few years. Yeah, that's been like, a, that's a hot minute right there. <laughs> yeah. But because it's not like as big as like Naruto, One Piece, all those sort of ones, it kind of kind of falls under the radar a bit in terms of popularity. So I know for a fact that isn't like there's people out there that haven't seen this series before, and I would highly recommend it from that. So if yeah, so if I was going to recommend free series to you guys, like Nathan, whoever wants to do it right now, I'd say yeah, Al Nohana, The Flower We Saw That Day, uh, March Comes In Like a Lion, and Your Lion April. I think those are like some top tier slice of life series cool uh i would like to throw in one because yeah. it's the only one i enjoyed super early on uh and i had to look it up just to make sure it was but it fits all the criteria yeah and it is actually one of its genres uh for people who are a bit more like me mm -hmm. i would actually recommend bakuman oh my god yes this like this crossed my mind when i was talking actually but i didn't bring it up yeah bakuman is incredible because it's still got your battles yeah it's unconventional battles which more often than not i enjoy it was a shonen and it is like quite enlightening in the fact that it you end up learning how a manga is made because it's yeah. about two characters who are trying to make it as mangaka and like I won't say any more because it pretty much you end up just telling the story. Yeah. But Bakuman came out quite a long time ago, but it is like it's such a solid series. Absolutely. It's also illustrated by the same person who did. Wait, is it the same team that did that? I think Night? it's the same. I swear it's the same team, you know. I think it's the same. Well, there you go. Even better. Like, it's the same team as Death Note. So it's well written, mm -hmm. well illustrated, and it is like honestly, I rec I classify it as one of those like classic series now. Yeah, like from that time period when it came out, I wasn't into it. I didn't get into it until years after, but I mm -hmm. kind of wish I did. Like you recommended it to me for years on end, but like it seriously is like one of those classics from that era. I think it's one of those series as well. Like, if you ever wanted an inside knowledge of how like manga is made within like the publication of like Shueisha and that, I think it's a very very like cool thing to like just just read in general, like how it works. Obviously, like I'm sure there's some bits which are exaggerated. Yeah, but generally it's like pretty on point. Oh, right? it's so good. There's so much info you get from that, and the characters are great in it as well. There's so many like 
diverse there's so many diverse characters in there like it's so different there's no there's no like, oh this character feels tropey or whatever like it is just yeah. generally and like, like some of the things and situations that happen okay not all of them are going to be like oh I, i'm that's so relatable you know like mm. i forget the character's yeah. name it's been a long time since i've read the series but you yeah. know the um the child prodigy mangaka they're like rival their biggest rival yeah and he yeah. can he can draw like he's ambidextrous and he's like just constantly drawing and whatever like he just gets his like he is over the top yeah as hell. that's one he, thing he's like <laughs> i'm sure there are people like that but like that character is one of those where it's a bit over the top you know like i'm sure people can get a draft comic done in like a matter of hours but like this character's like oh yeah i I did like twenty of them because I was bored. (laughs) That's it, it lies. I think there's like it. It finds the right balance between slice of life, like real, and then like just over the top, like you said, battle kind of series and like over top characters. I I think the most relatable thing about it is just that the main characters, the actual main characters, you know, Mashiro and Akagi, they're like they're real. You know, they're very real, and you can really relate to them. And that's why I would recommend Bakuman. Like, I feel like if you can get into Bakuman, it's sort of like a gateway to Slice of Life. It sort of opens it up a little bit. I'll tell you so. Yeah, I, f- I completely forgot that like that manga existed. Like, and I think it's it's one of those ones as well. It doesn't drag out massively either. Like, it has like it has like certain there's certain arcs or whatever. Like, it, I, I guess you can kind of call them arcs. It's like certain story points where you feel like. Uh, I'm not. I'm not entirely sold on this, but the whole series as a whole is incredible, and it doesn't feel like it's dragging out too long. Like there's, it works. It really does work. And if I think if there's any chance that anyone can watch it, like I don't know what platforms yeah, it like, is, watch it, read it, whatever. However you can get it, like go off and do that. But support the official release. Yes, definitely. Like, because this series just deserves like so much love, and it is a very underrated one for what. Yeah, it is even as well. to this day, I feel like it's still quite underrated. Yeah, so tough. I think that's a, that's the one thing. Like, okay, so this is like one last point I want to bring up about slice of life is that I think there's very much uh, a th- a thing where like they're very for their time as well. Uh, like they'll yeah. reach like really peak popularity in a certain like era of uh manga or anime and then obviously because they're very short-lived and they d- they're not continuous like they do kind of get forgotten about but anyone that's a diehard fan of them like myself or whatever like they'll be like look you need to watch this because it's so iconic and it isn't like it is a legendary series and if it is if a series is that good it will stick around and it will have that name for it uh so but yeah I'd say that like there's so many out there. There's so many good ones. There's so many like tear jerkers, and you'll find you often hear about them like through anime fans or whatever. That'd be like, oh, like, this series is like top tier or whatever and <laughs> at the time. But yeah, that's I, I feel like I'm waffling on at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's slice of life. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have any other questions or points, Nathan? Like about it at all? I actually don't. I feel like that was quite a good explanation at, to just sort of enlighten people but just enough that you know you get a basis but now you can go off and explore and learn by yourself 
I think all the ones that we like we've mentioned today, I'd like highly recommend. And I can't wait to talk to you more about Kotaro at some point, Nathan, because <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good series. I will definitely watch some more of that. But before we hit the outro, if you liked this, please do let us know. There are a few other things that we could, between the two of us, it's not always going to necessarily be Pepe Explains, but like, there's things that we both like that the other doesn't quite understand. So there's like, if you like this, we could do some more. And like, we're willing to do some more because, you know, who doesn't want to explain their like passions to someone else? You know, you might end up getting somebody else into a whole new world they never knew about. So like, seriously, please let us know if you want more of this. But yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, remember, check us out on podcast platforms. Uh, and yeah, I guess we'll check you. Ah, <laughs> we'll I can't do it next week. Yeah, we'll catch you next week. See you later, guys. Bye, Bye-bye. guys.